0: Hello oh, and welcome to Nebraskans, the daily Nebraskan entertainment podcast. As always, I'm your host Kyle Cruz, joined by my co-host. Hello everybody, my name is David Berman.
1: Um, I am the Daily Nebraskans uh, co-editor of the COVID-19 section, um, putting out some good COVID-19 related coverage about stuff happening with the virus on campus. Um, so check that out. And I also do this El Podcasto. Okay. (laughs) as well as
2: i'm mia everding i am a graduate student and i help co-host this podcast and that's all i do yeah and it shows (laughs) oh oh, oh, (laughs) all right i'll leave (laughs) Um, and yeah as i mentioned
0: i'm kyle cruz uh i mainly just host this podcast and review some review some movies for the dn here and there um so yeah we'll just jump right into it with our first segment which is what have i done and what have I done? Is the segment where we just talk about what we've been watching for the past week or so, uh, what what movies or TV or whatever we wanna we wanna talk about really. So as always, Dave—or I suppose not as always because I, I took it first last week. I know, Mia, you missed this.
1: He wow. went first last week, and it just <gasps> the mojo was thrown off. It was Uh-oh. crazy. You know. um, but yeah,
0: as usual, Dave, uh, we'll throw it to you first. What have you been watching?
1: So yes, yeah, so you know. I've seen pretty much every comic book superhero movie, The Side of the Sun, but the one I had not seen was the movie Venom. Um I had heard pretty bad things about it and I just never saw it. And it was good that I didn't see it. Because <laughs> oh. it was what bad. a fake out. Yeah, I know. Um I didn't like it. It's not a very good movie. I don't think it was it's like the absolute worst Superhero action movie I've ever seen. I think there's some redeemable qualities about it. I think Tom Hardy's pretty good. I think the look of Venom's really solid. Um, there are a few action scenes here and there that are fun, uh, and a few like fun bits of dialogue, but everything else is just a real big sack of crap. I'd say um, the action overall is not really that good. Like there's like a chase scene that just looks like it was shot on, on an iPhone. Like it's just like it's all shaky and weird, and it just looks bad. And like the ending fight is just two goo monsters just flying around and smashing into each other, and they're just terrible CGI. Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy and Riz Ahmed heads just like kind of screaming in the middle of that goo. Um, Yeah, and yeah, it's it's very generic. It's a very generic plot. Um, Doesn't really feel like any sort of you know, really not a lot of efforts made to like include the kind of venom mythos in there um yeah it's just not it's just it's bad (laughs) it's not a very good movie Uh, my roommates were very very upset with me that i did not like this because they they went they were like before i watched it they were like objectively this is not good but we like it and i was so when i said it is bad They got very upset. And I'm like, but you said it is objectively not good. So if it's objectively not good, that pretty much means it's bad. Um, And we just got into a big argument about that. But Kyle, I know you've seen this movie. I have seen this movie.
0: Uh, I haven't seen this movie since it came out, uh, which was in like October of 2018, I think. Um, But yeah, I didn't hate this movie, but also didn't really like this movie. Um, I remember that... I, I liked the the kind of duo of Eddie Brock, uh, who's played by Tom Hardy, and like Venom, uh, the symbiote. I thought that they worked really well. Like that that relationship between the two was really well done. Um, but pretty much everything else about the film was just really <laughs> bland and boring, um, and kind of reminds me of what you would expect a like comic book movie from the early 2000s to be mm-hmm. like, uh, which I joked about prior to the podcast and said that it's even complete with the Eminem theme song, um, <laughs> which yeah. Uh, one thing I, I, I do want to say, or I do want to ask you guys, if you had to guess, what does this movie have on Rotten Tomatoes? I'll let me guess. Cause I think,
1: cause I like checked. So I'm pretty sure.
2: Right 73.
1: That's so high. I don't know it's not it's not that that's for sure okay what do you think it's it
0: like is? in like the 30s or 20s i think what? it is a 30 percent
1: yeah uh with the
0: critic consensus saying venom's first standalone movie turns out to be like the comics character in all the wrong ways chaotic noisy and in desperate need of a stronger attachment to spider-man
2: wow yeah wow. and like
0: yeah it's like a 35 meta score and yeah it's just it's granted it. it's bad it has an 81% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. So, Crazy which I remember like that divide, like when it came out, a lot of, a lot of fans, I really enjoyed it. Um, what did you think of the, so I guess spoiler alert for the very end of Venom, uh, the, the post credit scene in Venom has Eddie Brock as a reporter going to a jail to interview this, uh, this mass murderer named Cletus Cassidy, who is played by Woody Harrelson, who uh, fans of the comics might recognize that name as the, the guy that, uh, the name of the person that is Carnage uh, in the comics. Uh, Car- Carnage is yeah, another Venom esque character, but it's just very, very violent. Um, and I don't remember much about the scene other than Woody Harrelson has a comically bad wig in this scene. Like it's just like a big red frizzy afro. And it's just not—it's not good. But what did what did you think of this 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 post credit scene? Dude, he just looks like a
1: stupid, dumb clown man, lo- <laughs> like with, with, with just like the worst wig ever. He's like scratching like Hi, Eddie, in like blood or something onto hit like the walls of his cage, and then he's like, "Oh, hello, Eddie," and, and and like, there's no because at the end of the movie there's like a, like he says to his, Eddie Brock says to his girlfriend he's like oh i'm back being a journalist and i got a big a big scoop and then the big scoop is that he's talking to the serial killer but it seems like the serial killer knows that Eddie has a symbiote in, in him or like knows something about it but none of that is at all developed so it's just a guy it's just a weird clown man Sitting in a cage, and then he just so he's the character Carnage, and he at, at at the end he just goes, "All I know is that there's gonna be a lot of carnage." Cut to black. <laughs> it doesn't make any. It's so dumb. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. It, it, it is not explained at all. It sucks.
3: Yeah, <laughs>
0: really wow. bad. Um, and this uh, I wanna I wanna continue off of here and talk about the the sequel to Venom that is coming out it was supposed to come out this past October, but now it's coming out this year. Um, it's called Venom. Let there be carnage. Yep. Uh, you'll never guess who the villain is. Um, <laughs> it's directed by Andy Serkis, and this one is actually Andy. Oh, uh, Eddie. And this one is actually going to be rated R. Um, so maybe they go in an entirely different direction with this. Maybe they don't. Maybe it's just the exact same thing. But this one has weird red venom that is weird, carnage weird red and instead of uh, gray and black goo. i guess some more violence Ooh, yeah. but, i don't know are you guys at all looking for, well we, we can come back to venom let there be Car- carnage later because of our main topic yes um but yeah so yeah we'll come back to that so from there we'll just move on to you mia uh what have you been watching
2: Well, over the weekend, I believe it was Sunday, I watched um, the 2020 version of Emma, which came out almost exactly a year ago. It came out on Valentine's Day. Um, I think I'd seen trailers for it like a year ago, but I had never gotten around to seeing it. I think I was a little jane austen out at that point but i just wanted something stupid and light and fluffy and i was so pleasantly surprised by it i don't know if either one of you has seen it i haven't (gasps) seen
0: it i saw the trailers and was interested but never got around. okay
2: i would highly recommend it's um i watched it on hbo max it was hilarious like i think jane austen's stories like inherently like they're very very funny but it's a very specific type of humor and i think sometimes like the film adaptations don't like play into that humor very well but this was like perfect like it so plays into like the stupidity of these people's lives the fact that they don't have anything to do so they're just gossiping and messing up each other's lives and it is so funny i like i was crying laughing like at several times throughout the movie so i don't know if that's just like i grew up watching jane austen movies but um i would definitely recommend it it's with anya taylor joy as well and her wig is a little strange but it works so it's nice. just like platinum blonde ringlets
1: very good yeah if you if you like that movie, and without having seen it, I think you would very much like the show Dickinson because, from what I have seen, yes. they seem very similar. Because it's like very anachronistic, and it's like they're all in the eighteen hundreds vaguely, but they're talking like it's now. Yeah, yeah. Um, that show is yeah. This aside, that is a very good show, and I think you would like. Okay. That,
0: so. Anya Taylor Joy, um, that's isn't it. That, <laughs> yeah, is yeah, is an actress that. Like she hasn't like quite broken into like superstardom or anything, but she is like very, like slowly built up quite the quite the filmography. Because mm-hmm. like the first time I remember seeing On- Anya Taylor Joy was in, uh, uh, Split. Gla- uh not Glass, uh, Split, Split, yes, um, but she was also in Glass. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she was in that, and then she was in The Witch a few years ago as well um i think she was like the i haven't seen the witch uh, but i think she's like one of the main characters in that
2: didn't that come up before split so, yeah, okay because yeah. yeah. she i think she's a lot yeah. younger in that one yeah
0: um but then she's just kind of continued from there she was in uh the new mutants which wasn't very good but she was in it <laughs> yeah um and then she was just recently in um really popular netflix show uh queen's the queen gambit. queen's gambit yeah um and there was something else and obviously emma but then she's also going to be in uh the last night in soho uh which is the latest uh, edgar wright film later this year uh and she's going to be playing furiosa uh in the mad max prequel furiosa (gasps) nice which yeah i love anya taylor joy she's great in pretty much everything um so it's just
3: yeah
2: doesn't she i think She's in Game of Thrones, is like she? for a limited amount of time, I think, because I remember like looking up her filmography because it seems like she is just like crosses a lot of genres. Genres. I'm yeah. not
0: seeing it on her IMDb.
2: Okay, let me um, see.
0: Apparently she was in uh, the Netflix Dark Crystal series uh, and she was in Peaky Blinders. Oh,
2: i heard very good okay. things about that show. Huh. Maybe I'm wrong. I just it looks like I'm wrong.
0: And apparently, she was in the music video for Hosier's "Dinner and Diatribes." Wow! Well, that is big, big stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, what have what have you been doing? I uh, saw a movie recently. No, wow. <laughs> That's it. That's wow. It. wow. Um, yeah, I uh, at a press screening yesterday um, at the, the the Mary Rietma Ross Media Arts Center, or just colloquially known as the Ross (laughs) um, uh, saw this movie called little fish uh, which opens this Friday Um, and I had no idea what this movie was going into it I had not seen a trailer had not heard anything about it just knew that it was called little fish and kind of went in blind Um, and I was absolutely floored by this movie Um, the basic premise uh, is that uh, the world that this uh, that this movie is set in is set like in a pandemic but it's a very different pandemic than what we're currently experiencing. Because uh, the pandemic here is there's a disease that's going around that is causing people to experience extreme memory loss. Um, and so it can either – it affects everyone differently. Some people have, like, just very sudden – very suddenly they just forget everything that – they forget how to do everything. They forget everyone they know. It's just suddenly they are just a clean slate, uh, which can be a problem when there's, like – the example they give in the movie is, like, there have been, like – uh, airplane pilots that have been like flying like, across the across the ocean and then just suddenly got hit by this and then like hundreds of people died um, But the the focus of this movie uh, is on a couple uh, played by Jack O'Connell um, and Olivia Cooke. Uh, Jack O'Connell has been he's been in a fair amount of things. Um, I Think the first thing that comes to mind for uh, for me was Unbroken I know he was in mm-hmm. that and he was really good in that um, and then he's also in 71 and a couple other things uh, and then uh, Olivia Cook uh, is most well-known for uh, the role she played in Ready Player One. Uh, she was like uh, the main actress in that. She was also in Me and Earl, Earl and the Dying Girl and uh, Sound of Metal earlier this year. Um, and they were both absolutely fantastic in it. But anyway, the, the, the gist of the movie is it's these two uh, were recently married when this pandemic began um, and as the film goes on, uh, Jude, who uh, is played by Jack O'Connell, starts uh, showing symptoms of this disease. So he starts forgetting things. Um, and as the film goes on, he forgets more and more about his life. and it's basically just this couple trying to hold on to the memories that the memories of each other. Um, they are just going, I, I'm doing a very poor job of describing like how emotional the plot of this movie is, um, but it's this, like the, the two of them together are excellent. They're just kind of one of those couples that's uh, always going to be together. Um, and so it's it's a tragedy when Jude starts forgetting her um, and forgetting the life he's had with her. Um, and it's a very sad film, but also there are like little like bits of optimism and hope sprinkled around the film. Um, and without giving anything away, the way that the end of the film, which isn't at all what you expect it to be, ties into the beginning of the film is incredible um and the way uh just in general the film depicts jude losing his memory um was really interesting because there's a few so there's constantly like flashbacks to how the two of them met and just like the time that they've spent together like pre-pandemic um but sometimes it'll call back to the exact same memory more than once Uh, From Jude's point of view and little details will be different. Like sometimes like the color of the wall will be different or lines of dialogue will be different or just like an entire interaction will be different, Mm -hmm. but it's still like the same scene and you can, so that's him misremembering it or entirely forgetting bits. Um, And it's, it's kind of a tough film to watch at times, but it's a film that I highly recommend. Um, uh, My, my full review will be published on the DN's website by the time this comes out. I think I, I, lay down my thoughts on the film much better there than I am right <laughs> now. Um, but yeah, just Little Fish. It's it's excellent. I haven't seen like anybody talking about this movie, so mm-hmm. check it out. Now you are talking yeah, about it. Yeah, I am talking <laughs> about it. And now you all should go watch it and then talk about it so that everybody then talks about this movie.
2: And you'll, it you'll,
1: deserves it. You'll, it's it's very, be the, you'll be the first to have talked about yes. it.
2: Yes. I had seen, I would like checked the, the podcast um, doc beforehand, so I'd seen the trailer. Like at my office like two hours ago and i like started crying <laughs> i don't know if i'm in a good state to watch that sort of movie <laughs> right now like it seemed a little bit too realistic with the pandemic even though you said it's totally different but um might treat myself to a very very sad date and go and see that myself <laughs> but i realized how much i missed like i was driving past the theater i just miss going to movies so yeah. much yeah. like i haven't been to the ross in over a year yeah. It's really, really sad. Yeah, and I don't I'm
0: trying to think of what the last like movie I saw. Well, aside from like press screenings at the Ross, because like obviously I'm seeing those like in a theater, but it's like me and one or two other people <laughs> maybe. Um, but like the last time I actually like went to a theater uh, and saw a movie, just like in my own time, it's been a minute. Yeah. I think I did some a little bit in the fall. Um, but didn't you see something over break at the Grand that was? Something. I think I had planned on it. Didn't you
1: go see Promising Young Woman? I did program? go see Promising one
0: yeah. yeah, that was actually just like a, probably about a month ago. Yeah. So never mind. <laughs> um, I rem- i know things more than you know things. <laughs> yes. I, okay. About you. You remember me messaging you guys and be yeah. like, hey, I went and saw this movie. Yes.
3: <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, so I guess that's that's about all I have to say about that. Cool. Um so yeah, we'll just move into uh well, actually. Uh, I looked at the doc and then remembered something we were going to talk about. We've all been watching Wandavision. We have been. Woo. Um, who wants to start here? Who wants to start oh. talking about Wandavision?
1: Mia, do you want to start talking about Wandavision?
2: I can. I'm probably the least invested
3: <laughs> of the three <laughs> Let's of start us. Start with you, Mia. <laughs> Great. We'll go, to, we'll go from least <laughs> to most invested. Okay.
2: Okay. Uh, thoughts. Um, you know, I have liked the beginning episodes more than I've liked the past two
0: really really yeah that is quite the hot take mia yeah
1: yeah that's pretty much different from
0: literally every person
1: i know i know (laughs) i'm just
2: different (laughs) i i just like the idea of like this totally like out there sort of tv show and you know something is wrong but like I'm okay living in oblivion. Just like, oh, that's wrong. Like, why is she staring at the screen? Eh, it's okay and move on. Or like, I don't need answers. Mia does not
1: need any payoff at <laughs> I all. I don't.
2: I just like, oh sure hair is pretty. Like, that's it. <laughs> Mia's so... basically
0: Wanda in the show where she's just <laughs> like, just let me exist in these sitcoms and Please. without any outside interference. Yeah. Mia would have liked just nine episodes of like just <laughs>
1: A, like through the a decades. sitcom progressing through the decades yeah and it's like they're like something's wrong something's wrong they're gonna tell us what's <laughs> wrong nope that's it the end
2: <laughs> honestly <laughs> we'll i don't know, know. <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty pretty dumb when it comes to those things so i don't know not to say that i haven't enjoyed the last two episodes i have and i am excited to see like the ultimate payoff but i think i don't know it's to me, it's a little reminiscent of Agents of Shield, just with a like, oh, we have to make this realistic and like tie it in with everything else. And like, Agents of Shield for me was a lot to slog through. Like, I didn't finish. I think like the last two seasons. So I liked like the super like dreamy switching from decade to decade. Like I I think it's a really interesting format. So, but overall, I have really enjoyed it. So I assume Dave is next. Oh, yeah, sure. If well, we're if we're rating it,
1: yeah, I mean you or are the,
2: like rating, not rating. You people, are the least. Like, you
1: are the least invested, right. and Kyle and I are equally invested. So we're, okay. so we're we are going from least to most invested. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I've yeah, I've really really been enjoying it. I think I wasn't fully bought into the first two episodes. I, I I think I talked about why on here. Like, I, you know. I knew what the show was gonna be. It was gonna be they're trapped in a TV show. Something goofy and weird is happening, but we don't know what it is. And so I was kind of like, "Yep, I get it. I want." It. Uh, in contrast to me, I was like, "Get me to the payoff of this, <laughs> pretty much." I, I do not have your patience. Um, so, yeah, but yeah, I think I think the last few episodes have done a really good job of, well, specifically this last one of balancing the sitcom stuff. And you're in that universe, and you're still getting that, like, fun, you know, um, decade-specific sitcom uh, funny things that are happening. <laughs> 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 um, but you're also getting a very MCU-like look at, like, oh, what their investigation into it and what S.W.O.R.D. is doing and the callbacks to everything else. So, yeah, I've I've really been enjoying it. And the final scene was
0: great yeah I have also really been enjoying uh WandaVision I kind of land somewhere in between you guys in the sense that I also very enjo- much enjoyed the first two episodes thought they were a ton of fun but then also have very much enjoyed every episode since <laughs> uh, so I'm just kind of the best of both worlds I guess um yeah I think WandaVision has turned out to be a really a much more interesting show than I anticipated because I, I wasn't really sure what what to expect going into it um but it's the, like, contrast between, like, the, like, really happy-go-lucky, like, sitcom stuff and, like, how dark, like, the actual, like, premise of the show is, I think is really interesting. Um, and I think it's it's in really – it's good to see how much they are developing the character of Wanda because she was introduced in Age of Ultron, like – six years ago now, and it feels like they haven't done a whole lot with their character. She's always kind of been just like a B character, Mm -hmm. but with this show, it feels like they're really bringing her into the forefront, uh, which is really interesting to see. Um, They're making her character a little bit more dynamic um, and building upon like what they have done over the past six years with her in a very like meaningful way. Um, We're just over halfway through the season. Now Uh, we're really, really getting into the meat of it and I'm really excited to see where it goes. Um, And as you said, David, the, the last like little bit in in episode five was really interesting. Without spoiling what happens there, I think it's a total misdirect. I don't think it's at all what we what we think it is like based on our gut reaction. Um, I think, yeah, I, yeah. I just think it's a misdirect that involves like who will actually be the main villain in the series. Interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But we can talk more about that off camera.
2: Do we or have off camera? My...
1: Yeah. Kyle, are you recording this? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do we have? I feel like we don't need to discuss this but i just remembered it um i don't know why i'm doing this with my hands um
0: it was very ex- hands raised I mean, yeah, expressively <laughs> holding fists over her head and just shaking them i don't, them and I, don't I don't know
2: why my brain is malfunctioning um short-circuiting um i feel like oh, i don't remember i think it might be darcy who mentions that she has like I think a physicist or an engineer friend. Yeah, Monica
1: says that. Oh, okay, it's Monica.
2: Are there? Is that like supposed to be known, or is that just like we don't know who that is? Yeah, Uh,
1: I've heard that. Be like, I've heard speculation on that. People were like, it could be Reed Richards, and this is how they're bringing the Fantastic Four. I don't think they're going to do that. I feel like that would be a very that would be a very anticlimactic way to introduce the Fantastic Four into this. Um, I've it could be like just Rhodey, um, or um. She, in captain marvel she has like her her skrull friend who's like mm. just like a, a kid what, during that time too so like maybe she,
0: maybe it's some scroll mm. who she who she is okay. i saw another theory that maybe it's uh riri williams who oh is yeah heart, um since they've already announced an iron heart show that would be pretty um, good yeah mm. it'd be unexpected um but i think it could be interesting Hmm. Um, but that reminds me, uh, I, we want to talk a little bit about Darcy and uh, uh, Agent is it Wu? Wu. Yeah, Jimmy yeah. Wu. Jimmy yeah. Woo, uh, in the show. They are so good. Uh, like, both of those characters, I wasn't, I was never a big fan of uh, the Darcy character in Thor and Thor the Dark World, but I feel like bringing her back into this, like she's really shining in this show. Like she's like one of the best parts about the show. Yeah. And Jimmy Woo is as delightful as he was in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like he was one of the best parts of that movie and he works really well in this series and pairing them up together has been, it's been a ton of fun. Um, and then uh, the character of Monica, is it Monica Rambeau mm-hmm. um, who is like the third person in that, in that sort of trio that they've set up uh, has also turned out to be a very interesting character. And I think that, so, they've already confirmed that she will also be showing up in the sequel to Captain Marvel. Um, and I, I think that they have big plans uh, for the character of Monica Rambo. I think yeah. uh, that she is going to become a, a main character in the MCU moving forward, which Definitely. I'm very excited about because I've really been enjoying her so far in the series.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: It's good. Yeah. yeah, we still have, like, a lot more of it, which is
1: very four, exciting. Four more episodes. Yeah, I already feel like just so much has happened in a good does, way. So. Does
2: that bring us up, basically, up to the beginning of Falcon and Winter Soldier?
0: Yes, there is, okay. well, there is a week break week between. Break. So, okay. yeah, WandaVision ends, then the next week there's no new episode of anything, and then the week after yeah. that is the okay. first episode of, Captain, of, of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah.
1: There are, like... Very loose rumors that there might be a, like, hidden 10th episode to this show. Um, It's based on, like, a really, like, out there thing of, like, there's this actor who's going to be, whose character is going to be introduced in the 7th episode and like her, like casting agent was like, "Oh, this character is going to be in episode seven through 10. And people were like, 10? There's only nine episodes." Yeah, um, yeah. I think it was like a pro- casting call it's or something. Probably that. just a mistake. <laughs> yeah, probably just. Technical. But
0: it's my guess. Maybe there. Maybe it's, maybe it isn't. Weird. So, yeah. Because yeah. I, I feel like there's really no point in not announcing secret it. episode. Yeah. Kyle, yeah. Se- secret
1: episode. Kyle. Secret episode. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be a little weird. <laughs> it would be weird, but secret episode. <laughs> If you're going to do a secret episode of a show, this is the show to do it in.
2: That's true. That's fair. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that, but I also don't think we should do it. (laughs) It's
1: (laughs) not going to happen, probably, but...
0: Secret episode. Um, So, yeah, moving on from there, we'll just jump into the news for the week, uh, starting off with some comic book things. Uh, We got... So, David and I talked last week about the first teaser image we got of Jared Leto's Joker in Zack Snyder's Justice League, and we got uh, more images of Jared Leto's Joker in in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. so these images, so they're in black and white as, like, every photo they've released from this movie has been. Um, to make it look artsy and
1: cool, because this is art and this is real cinema, Kyle. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but the issue with having these particular photos in black and white is it just looks like a long-haired David, uh, David, a long-haired <laughs> Jared Leto. Like, you can't tell how pale his face is. You can't see his green hair. Like, if you were to show someone these photos... It's just, like, a really weird, insane Jared man. Leto with <laughs> that's makeup. A,
1: that's a raggedy
0: man. Yeah, who, like, just got into the lipstick and just, like, <laughs> went a little too wild. Like, I was going to say he
1: looked like a kid who got into, like, a chocolate bar and just, like, <laughs> smeared it over his face. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Which, like, granted, like, he looks, he definitely looks, like, unhinged. And, like, I think with, like, if you were able to, like, see full color here, I feel like it would it would definitely look like the Joker. But just, mm. I don't know. It looks a little weird. Um, these photos came from a Vanity Fair article. Um, and there was a description in this article of, like, an outfit that uh, Jared Leto's Joker wears in this film. Because apparently in that article, in an interview with Zack Snyder, he confirmed that uh, Jared Leto's Joker will be part of the nightmare sequence um, in this movie. Hmm. Um, like, and he's kind of playing a, uh, like, Ghost of Christmas Future-esque role <laughs> to Batman, I guess um in like yeah whatever weird dream sequence this ends up being So there's going
1: to be another dream dream sequence in this one that like ties into the Batman v Superman one
0: Yeah, I guess so, but like more extended. It'll be kind of like something happens with Batman and he gets a look into the future if Darkseid wins. He gets bonked, so he like he, knows what he gets extinct. bonked on the head. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. <laughs> um but yeah, I guess and we don't know if Jared Leto's Joker will have a role outside of the nightmare sequence, but uh Zack Snyder confirmed that he is going to be in that. Um, And I guess part of his outfit in that is he has uh, like a bulletproof vest um, that is riddled with uh, like police badges that he has kept as trophies. Um, So it's just a whole bunch of old rusty police badges all over a bulletproof vest. And that is the Joker's outfit. Um, Sounds intense. It sounds... Like something Zack Snyder would (laughs) do. Yeah, I was just going to say that, yeah. It sounds sounds very, very Zack Snyder. Where he's
1: like, this is cool and is kind of a metaphor, so I'm going to put it in this movie
0: even if it doesn't make sense. Yeah. That's pretty much his vibe. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Which, yeah, we'll see what this movie ends up being. There was also a a report going around that uh, Jared Leto very much enjoyed working with Zack Snyder, which I can see. Like, they seemed like they would vibe. Um, And... So with that report, it was going around that Jared Leto very much wants to return to this role with Zack Snyder. So we'll see how successful the Snyder Cut is. If it's crazy successful, maybe we get more Jared Leto, Zack Snyder, Joker action. I don't know if I want that. But... That
1: would be the worst outcome <laughs> from this movie. Like, I almost, I want this movie to be bad so that we don't get more. Like, just, I just, I'm sick of it. I just, just, just end it. I don't want it anymore. I don't, I... <sighs> Don't need. Imagine like a imagine a, a Zack Snyder Jared Leto Joker movie.
0: I would not see that and be very upset. But also, doesn't it like fit those it characters? Fits, it fits so well, so well. Like it's very much something Zack Snyder would want to do. Very much something Jared Leto would want to do. It like, fits it so all... well in the sense
1: of like it makes sense they would do it, and I know just exactly what it would be.
0: Yep. So, yep. you have any you have any thoughts here, Mia?
2: No, I I was just taking a second gander at at the photos, and they look like a very bad Photoshop job. Like, the second picture, there's something with the fading in the background, the lines. Like, I could make... That's a little presumptuous, but I could make something that looked like that. Like, it's so fuzzy in the wrong areas, and that really bothers me. (laughs) Yeah. Two thumbs down.
0: Do you guys see the... The other like teaser clip they released of the Snyder Cut where it was the uh, kind of the, a redone version of Steppenwolf's fight against the Amazonians. I did, yeah. Uh, it's 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 intense. It's a lot more intense than it was in uh, the original Justice League. Um, and I'll be honest, I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I, too. I, I, was, I was into it. Um, so if the whole movie keeps up that energy, I think I might be into the Snyder Cut. But keeps
1: it up for four for straight four hours. hours. <laughs> Just it's nonstop,
0: gonna, yeah. just Steppenwolf Wolf cutting through people. Yeah, this movie is probably going to be an absolute mess. Yep. But I'm kind of excited about it. I am too. I don't know if you guys read my my most anticipated movies of the year article that I published last week, but this movie was on that list. Nice. Um, just kind of in the same vein that like New Mutants was on the list last year. We're just like, what is this? <laughs> like, why Like, well, and and
1: and New Mutants was very bad. So. <laughs> it was.
0: So maybe it'll be the exact same thing. I hope so. Yeah, so we'll move on from there. Uh, Got the news this week that Marvel has officially hired a a writer for for their Blade film starring Mahershala Ali. I don't have – I wrote this down on the doc and forgot to include the name of the writer. Um, (laughs) But I remember of note it is the first uh, black woman to be writing an MCU proper film. Um, And it's the first – and it's, like, entirely, like, just her writing it. Like, it's not uh, her and a couple other people. Like, she is the sole screenwriter on this film. Um, which I think is a is a really is a great step in the right direction, um, mm-hmm. because I feel like the Marvel films up until this point have been almost entirely done by white people, <laughs> um, which like obviously we've enjoyed them, but like it's I think that has added to how like one note the mm-hmm. the MCU can feel. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so yeah, this is really exciting. Um, really excited just to see what this Blade film is. Um, just because I think Mahershala Ali's excellent casting in the role um and so yeah what do you guys Do you guys have any thoughts here yeah this is this is
1: awesome um i haven't seen watchmen which you worked on yes. but i've heard it's really really great um so yeah i'm, I'm sure yeah I'm, I'm very excited for this movie i think it's something that will feel very different from other mcu movies and yeah super super excited for it
3: mm-hmm.
2: i don't i mean i don't have many thoughts about this i don't know kind of the premise of the film but
1: vampires man that's what it is right,
0: it's, it's a dude and he is i haven't seen the original blade films so i think from what i've gathered i think he was like part vampire but also he kills vampires wow or something Conflicted.
2: like that Conflicted. well i all i can say is i'm a big old fan of ali so
0: yeah it'll be i'm, I'm curious to see how they tie this into the mcu because it feels like a very different kind of vibe than yeah what the mcu has been so far so yeah Uh, Moving on from there, uh, speaking of Watchmen, uh, a director of a few episodes of Watchmen has been brought on to make a new adaptation (laughs) of The Wizard of Oz, um, which collectively, when this news broke earlier today, all three of us were like, why? Why are they doing this? Who is asking for this? Um, No one. Yeah. You guys, I don't really have much to say about this other than I wish it wasn't happening and it's probably going to be bad um, and probably going to have some really really uninspired casting
1: yes
2: um
0: but what do you guys think
2: that's a very good way to put it uninspired yeah
1: yeah i mean listen i love wizard of oz like that that is just a you know absolutely crucial part of my childhood of cinematic history I hate this. Just we don't need we don't we don't need any more. We don't need any more of this. We've talked about Oz the Great and Powerful, I think, on this podcast. Yeah, we talked about it last week because we talked about Wicked last week. We did, yes. Terrible. We don't need like the only Wizard of Oz adjacent material that is good is Wicked and everything else is bad. Just give Um, us the Wicked movie and then never do anything with Oz ever again. Yeah. yes. (laughs) Like that's like that's one hundred percent. But nope, we're gonna keep on getting this crap forever um do we want to talk about because we in our group chat we talked real quick about um some some casting we would just assume that they would do of like who, who would be the, like the most obvious hollywood name to play some of these characters um i said hugh jack well so this is a remake of the book specifically not the movie so okay. no idea if they're going to do songs i hope not I hope, no. I hope they're not like we're doing "Somewhere Over the Rainbow" again, but with someone else. We,
2: Honestly, no. I can see it. I can
1: see. I can see, can see, it, see it though. Feel like that, they'll probably do it. Like, those songs will. are so
0: iconic. Like they can't. I feel like they won't be able to resist.
1: Mm, you're right, but I don't <laughs> like
0: it. Um,
1: but yeah, Hugh Jackman is 500% gonna be in this movie. He, I think he could play like. Three like three of the four like main dude roles. He could be the wizard. He could be Tin Man. He could be Scarecrow. I feel like he could peel, pull any of those off. I think he's like. I want Hugh Jackman as the Cowardly Lion.
2: Do you though? I don't. I really <laughs>
1: don't want that. But I can see him being like, I'm finally out of brain, and he's, and he's just doing a tap dance and flipping his hat around. I can totally see that. I can see it. Um, yep. I would say the wizard, but the wizard doesn't do any any dancing or or singing in the movie, so. <laughs> But also, I think Hugh Jackman would like to have a big projection of his head. like on Maybe him. they'll write a song <laughs> specifically for The Wizard. They absolutely... Well, th- what they'll do is, if they do songs, they'll just do all the songs from the movie, and then they'll write one really mediocre song, so then it'll be considered for uh, best yep. original yep. song. Because yep. that's what every musical does that yep. becomes a movie. Les Miz did that. Uh, Into the Woods did that. Les Mis did yeah, that? Yeah, there was an extra song in Les Mis. Really?
2: Yeah. Oh, I must have blocked that from my yeah. memory. Um but yeah, like
0: all the Disney remakes do that, too. Like
2: yes. Beauty and
1: the Beast and Aladdin and
2: <laughs> yeah. oh. they, yeah. they do. Okay, to be fair, though, Aladdin's song goes hard. It's I Jasmine's song. Mean, Oof. Gives me chills. I don't really like that song. Well, what? I think it's a
0: fine song, but I don't think it fits the vibe of that movie at all. It does not. It, it really kinda doesn't. It just kind of comes out of nowhere. <laughs> it's like, so... Sorry, this is a tangent. But, <laughs> so I've only seen 2019's Aladdin once. Thought it was fine. Um, but all the songs in it were pretty, were pretty good. Like I thought they were all performed really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like all the songs in Aladdin kind of have a similar vibe and they work really well together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this new song comes in and just sounds like something ripped straight off of like modern radio. Uh, and it just really does not fit the vibe. Like, yes. it's a fine song, but, like, it just doesn't match the <laughs> match that movie at all. And it's, like, a weird scene where, like, it's, like, an alternate thing where, like, she, like, pauses everything around her and then sings this song and then goes back in place where she was at the beginning of it. And the scene just continues. <laughs> so you could just, like, cut that out and nothing would change. Oh, <laughs> um, If I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. yeah. Anyway.
1: Yes. Yeah,
3: so, Sorry, I derailed that. <laughs>
0: no, you're good. Uh,
1: Wizard of Oz casting: Hugh Jackman, 100% going to be in it. I, I would feel. Uh, I think Josh Gad or James Corden is going to be the Cowardly Lion. Yeah. Like, I think that's pretty much a lock. They both can kind of sing, and they're both just like goofy guys who who could be like, "Oh, I'm scared" or whatever. <laughs> um, uh, Pete Davidson is the Scarecrow. I legitimately <laughs> think that would be hilarious. I
2: don't that, think they're going to do that. That though. would be.
1: So like terrible in every way, but it would be hilarious. Yeah,
0: I I agree. Like I can imagine it like happening because I imagine like Pete Davidson as the Scarecrow. Scarecrow like would just be Pete Davidson. Yeah. Like I feel like it would like he wouldn't try to like take on any other personality just, or anything. Just he sca- would just recite the
1: line. Just the Scarecrow with a Staten Island accent. <laughs>
3: Oh, um, And he just, like, has his
1: tattoos. Yes. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, and you said Tom Hanks as the wizard. I yes. think Tom Hanks could also be the Tin Man. Yes. I think Tom, I think Tom Hanks would be a good wizard. I think, yeah. I think he'd be good. Um, I said, uh, and I think this goes for Wicked, too. I think they could just totally just do this. And I think this would actually work for Wicked. Ariana Grande as Glinda and Billie Eilish as the Wicked <laughs> Witch.
2: No. Why we have to keep this in the realm of possible? That's like, very possible. Why is that not possible?
0: I feel like she's Ariana not Grand- an actress. I, saying, I, saying, I feel like Ariana Grande would be possible. Billie? I think it'd be interesting no. to see Billie Eilish in the role, but I don't think Billie Eilish has acted in anything. But no. also, like she's a big name, so like they that I don't think that is impossible.
1: That no. They would just be like Billie Eilish. I could
0: see them throwing her in Wicked. Over
1: yes, this.
3: Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. yes, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I'm, a name that just came to mind is like. Kate Blanchett, I think, would be a, a really good, uh, yeah, *Wicked mm. Witch*. I think she'd be pretty solid. Yeah. Um, hmm. Who would be Dorothy? Haley
2: Steinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Dove Cameron. Uh, I don't know who
1: that is. Uh, She's a singer. <laughs> no, thanks. I'm good.
2: <laughs> no, but like that's she's meh. not fam- also, she's, she's not big she's enough. not famous enough
1: uh, okay
0: i'm thinking blonde the, singer uh, blonde uh, lily lily james dorothy isn't blonde i feel like lily james would be a decent dorothy
2: oh you're right she's not blonde i or... think
0: she'd be a very good dorothy i could
2: see i could see that that'd yeah. be yeah. a very good choice right. toto it's a dog probably <laughs> have andy circus do the most after <laughs> toto <laughs> been cover batch.
0: You just like
1: see mocap of like Andy Serkis crawling around and all for. I mean, have you guys seen
0: the the behind the scenes footage of <laughs> Call Call of the Wild from last year. I have uh, the Terry deep. Terry Notary yeah. uh, did the mocap for the dog in Call of the Wild. So he's just like crawling around on set in all fours and like <laughs> taking things out of Harrison Ford's hands with his mouth and like it's <laughs> yeah. hilarious. It if so you have funny. not seen this mind s- behind the scenes footage, look it up. It is better than the movie itself. Like, wow.
1: <laughs> you know, maybe I'm talking myself into I want Wizard of Oz I want it to happen. <laughs> I want just them, to see our I predictions want them to come just true. Absolutely destroy the legacy of that movie. Just just, just absolutely ruin it by making it as bad as possible. I want a shot for shot remake, but just with the worst actors you could possibly
2: think of. I think, of all of the choices, I think Hugh Jackman is like top. Like Hugh Jackman, James Corden, like those are shoe ins I think.
1: Yes. I can see it. I, I, I hate to agree with you, but yes. Yes. I want Ice Cube to play the wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. How incredible would that be? <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Is it Oz, man. Wow. Don't do it. Don't don't make this movie. <laughs> but they're gonna unless
3: unless yeah, unless. unless.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so moving on from there, uh, I don't have much to say about this, but we got the news that Disney is is closing down Blue Sky Animation, which they got when they when they uh, bought uh, all of 20th Century Fox's assets. Blue Sky Animation is most well known for the Ice Age movies, um, and they also I think they did like the Lorax and Horton Hears a Who. Mm um and like a lot of like a lot of great animated movies have come out of blue sky um i think they also did the peanuts movie from a few years ago mm. which is like yeah. a fantastic movie that not enough people talk about i haven't seen that really it's, it's very very good um hmm. but yeah so like it's it's sad but also i understand why because disney then like with blue sky owned three different animation studios i feel like they just don't need three animation studios Probably not. like it yeah. sucks but like that's that. That's what happens when companies merge. Yeah. Which shouldn't have happened in the first place, in my opinion. But you know, it is what it is. Um. Do you guys have any just... thoughts? Any thoughts on this?
1: Rest in peace, Rio. Yeah. 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 I never cared for any of the Ice Age movies, so I was not a. I did not grow up on Ice I think, Age. I think I the first yeah. one was pretty good.
0: Um. I haven't seen it in a lot. Like time. five of them.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're funny. <laughs> I like them. I think.
0: I really Yeah. Like I feel them. like they didn't. I feel like most animated uh, movies that have that, that many sequels get, like, progressively worse. But I feel like all the Ice Age sequels aren't that bad. I feel like they, they like, add new elements mm-hmm. to them that, like, keep them fresh. Yeah. Like, uh, like the new characters they add. And, like, the, there's one where it's, like, they have dinosaurs in it. And that's kind of fun. And there's one where it's, like, yes. about continental drift. Um, and that's that's kind of wild. Um, so, I think they, they found ways to keep that franchise fresh. Um, but, yeah. I assume... We'll be back to Ice Age at some point. Maybe not with Blue Sky Studios, but I, th- I feel like it'll it'll be around. Don't I, feel, don't you I could worry, imagine folks. them doing an Ice Age Disney Plus series.
3: Yeah. Huh.
1: Isn't that already a thing? Or It might I, be. I think I, maybe I made that up in my head, but I feel like that makes a lot of sense for them to just be like, Sid has a show now, or the squirrel who can't, Yeah. He's always yeah. trying to get his nut or whatever. Yeah. He has a show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, Moving on from there, uh, we got this. Okay, this is probably the bit of movie news that I'm most excited about and most intrigued by. Uh, So Chloe Zhao, who is the director of Nomadland, uh, which is opening, uh, I think it's going on Hulu here in a couple of weeks, but then it's also opening in theaters here in a couple of weeks. Like, I know it's going to the Ross next week because I'm seeing it at a press screening on Monday, and I'm very Mm. excited about it. Um, But Chloe Zhao, who directed Nomadland and also directed the upcoming Eternals film for Marvel, um, has been... Uh, hired to direct uh, a Dracula movie for Universal. So Universal is continuing to kind of build out their their classic movie monsters. So they did Invisible Man earlier this year with Lee Winnell. Lee Winnell is also coming back to do Wolfman with Ryan Gosling. Um, but this film, a Dracula movie from Chloe Zhao, is described as being a completely different take on the character that is futuristic, sci-fi, and a Western. Which, who knows what that means like how does a futuristic sci-fi Western and Dracula work together? I have absolutely no idea, but I'm very excited to see how it turns out. Yeah. Um, just cause like Chloe Zhao, I uh, haven't seen any of her work, um, but Nomadland obviously has been getting a lot of praise. We'll probably get nominated for best picture at the Oscars this year. Um, and then I'm already very excited to see what the Eternals even is. Um, so yeah, I think this is, this is really interesting. Uh, mm. Do you guys have any, have any thoughts on this? Nope.
1: Dracula, man. You know? Hmm. Pretty good. Who do you think they should cast as Dracula? Hugh Jackman. Benedict <laughs> Cumberbatch. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch would be a great Dracula. He, I, I would, he say. would. Just Timothy <laughs> Chalamet. Got yeah, the cheekbones. Teen, Honestly, teen heartthrob Dracula. <laughs> Just super... Winston. I mean, I was going to say super angsty Dracula. Dracula is super angsty, so I, you can do it.
2: <laughs> Hugh Jackman. Timothy Chalamet. We see our priorities. yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I just, whenever someone's like, whenever we talk about fan casting, I'm like, Hugh Jackman should be
0: in this. Do you remember the the really bad Hugh Jackman Van Helsing movie from like 2005? I know 2005? of that. Yeah, no. It's, it's really something. It's one of the most over the top, Like imag- like, you know, like the general vibe of like, early to mid-2000s, like, supernatural horror movies, like yeah. the Resident Evil movies and that kind of stuff. That's very much what Hugh Jackman's Van Helsing is in the vein of, a very, very gothic and very bad. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's it's really, yeah, it's it's not good to, to, to sum it all up. Very good. Um, but, yeah, uh, moving on from there, uh, another story I don't have much to say about, uh, the Dungeons and Dragons movie that is coming on the way. I believe this is from... Uh, I don't remember the name of the duo that did Game Night a few years ago, and they were also going to be doing the Flash movie for a while, but then they got dropped from that. Uh, I want to say it's like, yeah, I want to say it's like Jonathan Bailey's and like something else. Um, But anyway, (laughs) uh, those two guys are doing this Dungeons and Dragons movie that has already cast Chris Pine, but just this past week, they cast uh, Michelle Rodriguez and Justice Smith, who, yeah, I'm like vaguely a fan of both of them. Mm -hmm. So, I think – I'm curious to see what this Dungeons & Dragons movie ends up being because, like, I, I'm i assuming it'll basically be, like, a uh, fantasy version of Jumanji where, like, it's it's a game and they get sucked into the re- the world of it and then they have to go on this adventure. Like, yeah. like they haven't said that's what the movie is, but, like, that's really the only that. way I can imagine a Dungeons & Dragons movie uh, happening.
1: Yeah, or they just don't even, like re- – make reference that it is a board game and they're just like you're in the world of Dungeons and Dragons.
0: But I feel like that would be weird. Yeah. Just like there's so many different like worlds in Dungeons and Dragons yeah. and like I haven't played a lot of D&D but um like I feel like the like the iconic part about D&D is the choose your own adventure part of it. Yeah. Like the like you you get to choose what happens. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like having real world characters brought into like a game like that kind of incorporates that element into it. Um, because then they get sucked into the story and have to figure out what to do. Um, No, I'm just pitching a Dungeons & Dragons movie. (laughs) But yeah, I think this is interesting casting. I'm curious to see who else ends up joining this, because I I, I assume that these three characters will be, like assuming that's the premise of the movie, these three are going to be like the people that get sucked into it or whatever. Maybe Um, Chris
1: Pine will be like, the dad and then he gets he's like i hate this dumb game
0: and then he chris gets, pine is the dungeon the dungeon master <laughs> that'd be pretty good <laughs> it'd be fun i'm surprised i would be willing to put money on them casting uh um what uh, the guy that plays uh deathstroke in uh uh like in justice league joe manganello joe Manganiello. Yeah, i would mm-hmm. put money on them casting him in this movie because he is like a massive D and D fan and that is very open about that and posting it about it on social media nice. all the time. So I feel like you have to get him in for this. Like, yeah. Um, you guys have any, have anything to say here? Nope. Nope. Cool. Uh, Lil Yachty is making an Uno movie, <laughs> uh, moving on from there. Uh, just to repeat, just to get right into uh, it. <laughs> the rapper Lil Yachty is developing a movie based on the card game Uno, uh, that's being described as a heist movie wow i think so so this is mattel films they've struck again
1: because they're they're also developing the barney movie which you've talked about at length on this (gasps) this podcast um i think what they're doing at mattel is they just they they got three wheels and they're like all right spin one wheel little yachty actually spin one (laughs) wheel we got our properties barney spin another wheel who's gonna be attached to it Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya or Lil yadi And then they, spin, then, then they spin like a genre, genre wheel and they're like yes. in-depth look at the character and maybe he's sad or in this case, it's a heist. <laughs> so like they're just doing whatever. And honestly, good for them. Like I want to see whatever garbage films that they come up with because <laughs> none of them are going to be good and I just can't wait. Because like, so... I, I think uh, when we talk about Barney, I read I read the quote from Mattel's people because yeah. they're always just really funny to me because they're just so earnest about it. they're like this is the best this is spans generations and it's blah 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 and so here they say at Mattel Films we are looking to explore stories that bring our brands to life in unexpected ways. Uno is a game that transcends generations and cultures and we look forward to partnering with, partnering with Lil Yachty to transform the classic Uno game into a comedic action adventure. What? how do you make Uno into a heist? Like, I don't understand that at all.
0: Like, where does Lil Yachty come into this equation? Is he in it? I don't know. I think he's a producer. Has yeah. Lil Yachty ever produced anything? Like, ever? Like, has he been involved with any sort of TV or film before? That's a good question.
1: Um, It does not indicate that in this article. Uh, it's set in the underground hip hop world of Atlanta.
3: Hmm.
1: Do you think someone's going to like, like, they'll, like, be fighting the villain, and then they're just going to be, like... Like, they, when they got him on the ropes, they're just going to be, like, Uno. And then, like, that's they, like, got they got right. it. They got I mean, yeah. that's, like... That's when you're coming up with this movie. You write you write that line, and you write the rest of the movie around that. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, yeah. Wow. Incredible. Mattel, I applaud you. Um, they're also developing a Hot Wheels and Magic 8-Ball
0: movie. Why? I feel mean, like a Hot Wheels movie would work. Yeah. Um Okay. I don't know what you do to separate that from like Fast and Furious, yeah. but it is what it is. Um <laughs> Magic Eight Ball, what? I feel like <laughs> I,
2: don't know. I could see that being a horror. I think maybe, it, I, yeah. I yeah.
0: feel like a horror movie with the magic eight ball like already exists. Yeah, Probably exactly. Does. I'd be surprised if it doesn't. Yeah. I don't
2: know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Incredible. Thank you, Mattel, for, for your service. <laughs> um, so, yeah, moving on from there. Uh, we've got one trailer to talk about, but we'll talk about that in just a second because we got one other TV bit of news. Um, so, CW, uh, speaking of of things that nobody's asking for. Um, <laughs> we, we,
1: we've gotten a lot of that on this episode. <laughs> uh,
0: the CW has ordered a pilot for uh, a live-action TV show based on the Powerpuff Girls in which it is aging up the characters, so they're in like their mid-20s, and they're like... Upset that they spent their whole childhood fighting crime and never got to have a childhood. So it's like a weird gritty take on the Powerpuff Girls, a la what Riverdale is for Archie. Um,
2: wow. Yeah. I just simply request that they hire the same like screenwriters, like script, like <laughs> that's it. The epic highs and lows <laughs> of high school football. I like so all I want
1: the, the CW. They're doing their superhero stuff. We talked about a bunch of that last week. Everything else, besides that and supernatural, which I think is a legitimately good show, but that's a different that's a different subject. Um, garbage. Just like just terrible shows. They've really like they've they have their their DC cinema, like their DC TV universe. And they also have this universe of like kids' things that we have made over sexualized and violent and bad and angsty. They've done that with Riverdale. They've done that with Nancy Drew. Um, They've done it with Powerpuff Girls. There's always, they're like, what if the Powerpuff Girls, but they're like, and sex maybe <laughs> like, that's like really gonna say that's that. like pretty much like what most of the there that's happening
2: one of them is really into drugs they're
1: probably on drugs um whatever the name of there's a ghost it. in it inexplicably there's ghosts there's like supernatural stuff in riverdale <laughs> there's ghosts in nancy drew they just they're like we're just gonna put a ghost in this because we have a bunch of cgi ghosts back catalog from Supernatural. So we're just gonna put ghosts in
0: everything <gasps> Incredible. I'm curious to see how they end up working in, like, the villains of the Powerpuff Girls show. Is it just going to be a monkey with a big, with his brain showing? Yeah. (laughs) Like, a a weird devil claw man? Like, what? How is this going to work? I I would like to read the synopsis of the show. Um,
1: The new series sees the pint-sized superheroes as disillusioned 20-somethings who resent having lost their childhood to crime-fighting. Well, they agree to reunite now that the world needs them more than ever. So, like one of them, I'm sure they're going to be like, they had a kid when they were really young, and now they're
3: upset about that. (laughs)
1: Another mom, one's going to be like, I was on drugs. Um, What if one
2: of them is just like really well adjusted, has a great life? I that's one with a kid. Yeah. Yeah, and like I don't want to get back into and crime fighting.
0: Like one of them will end up being like a celebrity or something. One of them will have been a lot more successful. One's, than gonna, be child a, one's gonna be an
1: influencer. Yeah. It's yeah. gonna be like Bubbles posting about. Yes. Bubbles making a TikTok. <laughs> I guess <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna happen. Are they gonna call them like by their? Are they gonna be like, "Hi, it's me, Bubbles"? Or are they gonna like have actual? Did they have I actual know. names in that show? I have show? no idea. I don't remember that show very well.
2: <laughs> I literally have never seen it.
1: I've seen. Are someone... there
2: just three? Yeah. Yeah. Oh.
1: Um, I think they introduced a fourth at some point. Weren't like isn't the lore of that that they were like created by a man? Like yeah. they're not like yes. actual children. Yeah. They're like scientific
0: experiment. Like so, is that gonna be it? Like yeah, it's sugar, spice, and everything nice. <sighs> I bet like that's gonna I be don't... like the opening of it,
1: and yeah. it's, you're gonna see it happen, and then like
0: accidentally spill some cocaine in there <laughs> <laughs> because it's the of
3: you. <laughs>
1: Yes, I really want. It.
0: That's there. the secret ingredient.
1: <laughs> and because it's there, there all there has to be flashbacks in a CW show as well. So I think we're gonna like I think the professor is gonna be dead at the start of the show, but they're gonna show flashbacks to them as kids. And then at the end of season one, they'll be like, the
2: professor is actually alive this whole
0: oh time. The professor is the villain.
2: <sighs>
0: we mm. could write the show like we <laughs> legitimately could.
2: We could make it funny.
1: Uh, I will absolutely watch the pilot of this and then never watch any. Like that's what I did with Riverdale, absolute garbage, terrible. Okay, crap the first
2: thing. season isn't horrible.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> it at least has an interesting enough premise. That you're like, oh, there's a cohesive storyline. Aren't line. there
1: twins in it who are different ages? Isn't that a thing? Aren't the twins different ages? No. Aren't they in different grades? I've I've heard I of don't that. Know. Yeah. I just
2: know one of the twins is dead, and that's the, like
1: but then they're back
2: ah uh, i gave up after. i know like, there's a, a plot and point and in half. that
1: show where archie uh becomes a, starts a vigilante group called like i think they're called like the red hoods or the red somethings <gasps> yes. and they're just like shirtless dudes with a red like beanie. what yeah <laughs> so, wow. so I, I just yeah
0: long story short CW incredibly, sucks. incredibly excited for this. You know what? No one watches cable TV anymore. CW is just doing what they got to do to survive.
1: Listen, <laughs> good for them. They're they're doing their best.
0: <laughs> yeah. So moving moving on from that, uh, the only trailer we want to talk about this week uh, is the trailer for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, which dropped at the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, it's a pretty good trailer. I don't I don't have much to say about it. It, it has me as excited, if not a little bit more excited than I already was. Um, it very much feels like the same vibe of Captain America: The Winter Soldier and Captain America: Civil War. It seems like it's very much along those that same uh, MCU track. Um, I'm really excited just to see what the actual story of this is. Um, I'm really glad that they got Daniel Bruhl back uh, as as Zemo, uh, who was the villain in Civil War. Um, I'm excited to see them like develop that character a little bit more. Um, I saw one theory online that like his mask like his purple mask that he starts wearing in this series might be like deliberately uh modeled after Thanos as like a taunt um hmm. since uh they both got dusted um and then Whoa. they came back and so like that would be really interesting yeah. like that's probably not it but that would be interesting and that very much would seem like something the character of Zemo would do mm. um so that would, that would be like kind of silly though. If like
1: he's like, you know, it's gonna throw him off, and then it's just this like kind of purple, like weird sock that is on his head, and he's like, oh, what are they gonna do now? And then you just punch him. They're like, just have a purple sock on your head,
0: man. I want him to have like, you know, those like rubber, like horse masks and things that were really popular. I want him to have, like, a Thanos, one of those. It's just, like,
1: a super, like, a bad Halloween costume mask of Thanos. And then they're like, oh, no, oh,
3: God. It's, like, the really
0: thin plastic with, like, the thin wire along the back that yeah. he just puts on.
3: He
1: just, like, keeps on snapping at them, and they're like,
2: oh, no, no. That's <laughs> what I'm sensitive about.
0: <laughs> yeah, Falcon the Winter Soldier. Yeah, it looks, looks pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm so excited. I made that meme yesterday because I'm so excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i can't wait
1: mia made a meme that was like
2: it was not Hill, Hill a girl standing in front of a boy asking if she if he wants to watch falcon and winter soldier with
1: her very funny i thought it was funny very funny boomer meme there mia mm-hmm. yeah
2: yeah yeah i was putting my photoshop skills to the test by making that incredible poorly but it was made yeah all right
0: all right so main topic time yeah we'll move into our main topic um earlier we had mentioned that we'll talk about uh the new venom movie later on and that's because our main topic this week is we are breaking down the 2021 slate of movies
2: we are breaking down we're breaking it <laughs> having down having a breakdown yes both
0: <laughs> um yeah we're breaking down the the 2021 slate of movies coming out uh, what we're looking forward to what we're not what we have no idea what it is yeah uh so I'm on firstshowing.net, and just have a full list of all the movies coming out this year pulled up. Uh, we're just going to go down this, talk about whatever ones we want to talk about, and then skip over whichever ones we don't want to talk about. Um, so yeah, it is currently, so we're recording this on February the 9th, so let's just start with the weekend of February 12th. Um, that that seems like a, as good a place as any. Um so February twelfth on VOD, we're getting Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Uh, did you guys ever see the trailer for this? I did. Mm-hmm. I was thinking I, for some reason, was thinking about this movie the other day because I remember
1: seeing the trailer and I just was like, "What happened to that movie?" I didn't know it didn't came out because I thought it did, but it
2: didn't came out. It did. It yeah. You didn't know that it didn't come out. <laughs>
0: <sighs> Leave me
3: alone. You're listening, oh,
0: okay. Um. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's like know. a weird comedy starring Kristen Wiig and Annie Mumolo. M- M- uh, I don't know really much about it. I remember seeing the trailer and being like, I have absolutely no idea what this is, and it just kind of looks like a weird comedy. Yeah, um, and have learned nothing since. I think the trailer came out like right before the pandemic hit. Yeah, because I remember seeing it and like seeing the trailer in theaters. Um, I'm kind of surprised this was a movie that
1: they didn't just go, "We're just going to release this," because it, it it's already going to video. It's going to video on demand. Yeah.
0: I don't know why they didn't just release this movie. (laughs) I have no idea. Um, But yeah, also opening in some theaters this weekend. So in theaters and on HBO Max this weekend, we're getting Judas and the Black Messiah, um, which is uh, an Oscar contender film this year. Um, So technically a 2020 movie, but it's getting released now. So yeah. Uh, And then also Minari is opening in some theaters, uh, which Minari you might know. Um, because it's had a bit of controversy around it because it's it's an American made film about a Korean family living in America. Um, oh. But since most of the film is in Korean, uh, it's the Golden Globe said that it didn't qualify uh, for being like in their main categories. It has to be a foreign, uh, like an international film, even though it's not an international film. It's an American made movie. It's a, dumb.. It's dumb. Yeah. Um, dumb. yeah, so that's also coming out in some theaters this weekend um you guys interested in any of those yeah
1: i mean i'm super excited for judas and the black messiah and minari i've heard really really great things about about both of those mm-hmm. um so yeah i'm i just you know i just want to see some good movies man <laughs> like That's all I, want. I I feel like there have not been a lot of like really good like oscar contender movies in this last year and i just i just i want i want a, i want a movie i want a good movie yeah
2: yeah i'm excited i forgot that this is a24 my heart kind of skipped a beat i saw the logo (laughs) it's fine um
0: so moving on from there i think what i'm gonna do is so there's a lot of movies coming out like each week uh on this i'll just kind of go down the lit the full list since some of them are probably like small films that i haven't heard of but maybe you guys have um so friday february 19th we're getting uh the mauritanian uh nomadland is going to theaters in hulu uh, then Blythe Spirit and Body Brokers are going to theaters in VOD. Uh, I Care A Lot's opening on Netflix. Uh, then Jumbo and Silk Road are also opening. Um, the only one here I've heard of is Nomadland. I already talked about that earlier. i very excited for that, seeing it next week. Uh, yeah, what do you guys think? Yeah.
1: I don't really know anything about any of these. Um, yeah.
0: So cool. Yeah. Uh, how about we just have you guys chime in whatever, whatever there's a movie you do want to talk about. Okay, I feel cool. like it'll go a lot faster. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so then February 23rd, it's Tuesday. Uh, the Killing of Two Lovers is opening in theaters. Uh, February 26th, uh, the animated Tom and Jerry movie, the animated live action hybrid Tom and Jerry That's is opening really soon. I yeah. feel like. Didn't the trailer like just come out for that? Yeah, it just came out like maybe a month ago yeah. or something like that. All right, well, um, I yeah, don't care that, that's opening this. in theaters and on HBO Max. Uh, then the United the United States versus Billy Holiday is opening on Hulu February twenty sixth. Then in some theaters we're getting Cherry, The Father, My Zoe, Night of the Vikings, and Vigil. Um, Cherry is the uh, the latest film from the Russo brothers, starring Tom Holland. Uh, and then The Father is a film starring uh, Anthony Mackie, where he plays. Um, this film's also got a lot of Oscar buzz Uh, he plays a man with uh, with Alzheimer's who's like slowly like forgetting people Um, and the entire film is told from his point of view and Mm -hmm. so like there will be scenes in which like they have an entirely different actress playing his daughter to, like, represent, like, him not recognizing mm, his that's daughter. That's very interesting. Um, and so, yeah, that's also coming out Friday, February
2: 26th. I have something to say. You said Anthony Mackey. It's Anthony oh, Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. I was <laughs> so confused. Yeah. I was like, that's not Anthony Mackey. definitely Mackie.
1: Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Two
0: very different men. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony Mackey is playing a 90-year-old man.
2: Oh, a yeah. white man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, I'm not – like, I'm looking forward to the father and cherry – I'm uh, not terribly excited about Tom and Jerry. Um, <laughs>
1: Tom
2: and Cherry. Hey. Tom and Cherry. Tom is Cherry. <gasps> Boo. Bad. It's using the brain. Uh-huh. Uh,
0: March 4th, uh, we're getting the SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run. Thought this already came out, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is opening on VOD and Paramount+. Plus. Uh, so Paramount+, Plus, I think, comes out the same day this movie does. Yeah. Uh, so March 4th. So it's just, yeah, same day. Yeah, it looks okay. I think the only thing I remember about this trailer is the weird moment with Keanu Reeves in yep. a, in a in a bush. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh then March 5th, uh we're getting Chaos Walking, uh which is the sci-fi movie with Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland that is about like I it's like she crash lands on a planet and like all like <laughs> the thoughts of all these men are like, and she's the hurt. only woman. Yeah. Like, you know,
1: women left. Yeah. And every, you can see everyone's thoughts. And if you think about something too hard, it like
0: it exists or something, something. like, <laughs> yeah, it looks weird. Yeah. Um, but then also coming to America, uh, the sequel to Eddie Murphy's coming to America it is opening on Amazon prime. Uh, then also Raya and the last dragon, the latest, uh, Disney animated film, is getting released on Disney Plus. So yeah, March fifth. There's there's a fair amount of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, those those are all three pretty big films. Then we're also getting a movie called Boogie, a movie called Boss Level, a movie uh, My Salinger Year, uh, Stray, and The Truffle Hunters. None of which I've heard of. So we're moving on. Uh, then also March twelfth, uh, Cherry is once again opening, but this time on Apple TV Plus. Is this Okay, so I guess it's getting released in theaters two weeks before it opens on Apple TV+. That seems a little weird. Hmm. Um, Yeah. But,
3: yeah. Yeah, all right.
0: It is is what it is. Uh, Then Honeydew is also opening March 12th. Heard of this. Have no idea what it is. So, moving on. Uh, March 18th, we're getting Zack Snyder's Justice League. We've already talked about this. I'm curiously excited for it. Um, We'll find out what it actually is. Uh, March 18th is a Thursday. So that'll be interesting, and notably, it's the Thursday before the Friday that the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier comes out. So, hmm. yeah, one day we get Zack Snyder's Justice League, the very next day we get the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So it'll be quite the time, Whew. quite the time to be a, a comic book fan, Yeah. a comic book movie person, <laughs>
3: <The> movie <laughs> as we person. are.
0: Yes, uh, March nineteenth, yes. we're getting the the Courier. Um, don't know what this is. Benedict Apparently, Cumberbatch yeah, has a good.
1: weird has a mustache. Yeah, Ooh. that's all I know about. It. <laughs> uh,
0: March nineteenth, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Have you guys heard about this? I'm super excited for this. Yes. I didn't
1: think this was coming so soon. Yeah,
0: this is a movie in which. So the the IMDb description is a cash strapped nicholas cage agrees to make a paid appearance at a billionaire superfan's birthday party but is really an informant for an for the cia since the billionaire fan is the drug kingpin and gets cast in a tarantino movie <laughs> all i know is it's a weird movie where nicholas cage plays himself and so. i had also
1: heard that there's going to be a for like Versions of him from di- from different movies he's played will like haunt him as like all like the bad roles that he's taken will haunt him because that's what the original premise of this movie was or that's what it was announced as being. So, hmm. yeah.
0: Apparently, Very Pedro strange. Pascal, uh, Neil, pa- Tra- Neil Patrick Harris, and Tiffany Haddish are also all in this movie. Very nice. That's it'll hmm. be interesting. Yeah. Um, then also March nineteenth, we get Last Last Call. Haven't heard of that um March twenty sixth, six minutes to midnight. It looks like it's got uh, Judy Dench in it. Don't know what that is. March thirty first, Godzilla vs Kong opens in theaters and on HBO Max. Very excited for this. That trailer was absolutely incredible. It yep. looks way over the top and like it's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, so yeah, I'm very, I'm very much looking forward to Godzilla vs Kong. What yeah. do you guys think?
1: I um, just watched Kong Skull Island like a week ago um it's not good it's like really not great um but yeah man give me i i I am firmly team monkey i'm like he's the underdog here i would like him to just you know smack smack that lizard guy (laughs) are you on team godzilla or team kong i think i'm
0: i don't know i'm somewhere in the middle i guess i i'm just like looking forward to them fighting (laughs) i'm not really picking a side i'm just like just just fight already Team monkey (laughs) Um, do you have any thoughts on Godzilla versus Kong Mia?
2: Probably not gonna see it. Cool, boo! Yeah, uh,
0: April 2nd, uh, French Exit, which I believe is the, the latest film from why am I blanking on his name again? No, I I'm thinking of the French just... Dispatch. I know, yeah. Yeah, 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 so I don't know what the French Exit is. I don't think is. this is anything. It's yeah.
2: Michelle Pfeiffer and Lucas Hedges, cool, and a black cat. <laughs> That's cool. what it says.
0: Sweet, uh, that opens nationwide. Uh, then same day, Nobody, uh, the John Wick ripoff with, uh, uh, why am I blanking on uh, name? Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. Little
2: yeah. women? What? That feels weird. That he's the father. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Have you yeah. seen, have you seen the trailer for, for Nobody, Mia? No. Yeah, it's very much just a John Wick ripoff with Bob Odenkirk. Oh. Uh, just, just like, a man getting revenge. Yeah. He's like, who am I? I'm nobody. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah, but and the Yikes. funny, the funny thing about it being a John Wick ripoff is it's from the same creators of John Wick. It's not like a different studio oh, trying to replicate word. the success. It's like the same guys, um, but just with John, o- uh, with Bob, o- Bob Odenkirk this time. <laughs> John Odenkirk. Um, John Odenwick. <laughs> I know a lot of people have been like really excited about this trailer. I think it looks kind of bad. I'm not not really. I looking think forward to it. no one would care about it if Bob Odenkirk wasn't in it. I'd agree. Yeah, yeah. I think it would look bad if it wasn't Bob. Yeah. Uh, then Friday, April 9th, a movie called Mafia is opening. Don't know what that is. Uh, do you guys? You looked like you were gonna say something, Dave. Um, for like a second. So uh, when I'm on this website, when I
1: hover over it, it shows the poster. When I hovered over Mafia, it showed the trailer for Nobody. So I thought so
0: it showed the poster for Nobody. So I'm like, Bob and Kirk's in this one too. But,
3: but no, <laughs> it's
0: just the wrong. I clicked on the link for uh, Mafia, and it brought me to an IMDb page for a different movie called <laughs> Last Call, which looks very different. Well, we'll never know. Yeah. No, no one will ever know what this movie is. Uh, then April 16th, uh, Friday, we're getting Fatherhood which I feel like I've heard about this, but I do not recall what it is off the top of my head.
3: Um,
1: hmm.
0: Okay, yeah. Maybe I don't know anything about this. Yeah, nobody that I've heard of is in this. So. Yeah. A father brings oh. up his baby girl as a single dad after the unexpected death of his wife who died a day after their daughter's birth. Hmm. So it sounds like it could be interesting, huh. um, but I have not heard about it prior to now. Um, but the, the real big release on April 16th is Mortal Kombat, uh, which it doesn't say on, on this website, but it is opening in theaters on, and on HBO Max, uh, April 16th. I'm surprised we haven't gotten a trailer for this yet. A lot of people thought we were going to be getting one in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just curious to see what a 2021 Mortal Kombat movie looks like. Um, it's probably just going to be extremely, extremely violent. Um, but yeah, I'm curiously excited about that. Uh, and then another movie called Reminiscence. I feel like I've also heard about this. Hugh Jackman's in it. Hugh Jackman's in this. A
1: scientist discovers a way to relive your past and uses the technology to search for his long-lost love. This is
0: from Lisa Joy. Uh, hmm. Lisa Joy uh, is a famous producer uh, and writer. She wrote West Westworld, all three oh, seasons nice. of Westworld. Um, and then I think she's married to Jonathan Nolan, I think. Hmm. Um, pretty good. Not entirely sure. Um, I know that they are involved in some, in some capacity. Um, so yeah, I guess that's interesting uh then monday also opens that day don't know what that is uh tom clancy's without remorse opens the following friday on april 23rd on amazon prime some dudes Uh, in that yeah Uh, that's michael uh, b jordan michael b jordan yeah (laughs) Um, some dude (laughs) yeah so that's i believe michael b jordan's production company also produced this movie and then it got bought up uh by amazon prime so i don't know much about anything written by tom clancy so it's i'm sure it'll just be an an interesting action movie with with michael p jordan uh Friday April 30th we're getting Finding You don't know what that is uh Friday May 7th we're getting Black Widow uh, mm-hmm. a year after it was originally intended to open <sighs> fingers crossed we, we get here <laughs> fingers crossed that this movie still comes out at this point in time mm-hmm. uh I don't think it's entirely off the table that this ends up going to Disney Plus yeah uh, we'll see we'll see what covid looks like 3 months from now yeah mm. the the rumor
1: that I had heard was that if it has to be delayed again they're just going to put it on disney
0: plus um Hmm. i think that would be the best choice yeah just because like they got to get the the ball rolling here yeah for sure Mm -hmm. um then also uh, may 7th is a movie called the human factor which i know is a documentary about something to do with the the clinton administration um i know that's also opening at the ross that's the only reason why i've heard of it um may 14th movie called those who wish me dead don't know what that is um, May 21st, Free Guy, uh, which was supposed to open oh, last yeah. summer. Uh, that's the movie with Ryan Reynolds where he's playing like a video game NPC that suddenly becomes self aware that he's in a video game. Um, yeah, it looks pretty fun. Uh, then that same day is Spiral from the Book of Saw. Um, I forgot this movie didn't come out. Yep. This is the Saw movie with uh, Chris Rock. Chris Rock. And Samuel Jackson. Yes. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I mean, I do not care about Saw and think it's mostly gross, but this looks kind of interesting. So. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, from here on out, just because, like, most of the movies on this list are going to be uh, big-budget movies. I'm just going to skip anything I haven't heard about, cool, yeah. just because it'll be a lot of, yeah. haven't heard of this movie, haven't heard of that movie. So, yeah, um, the next big releases are going to be May 28th, which is, a, uh, we're getting Cruella, uh, which is the live-action Disney film about Cruella DeVille, in which she's being played by Emma Stone. Um, I feel like we've been hearing about this for, like, four or five years, like... Yeah. This feels like just... And isn't it just going Disney Plus? I don't think so. I think the only, like, uh, during the Disney Investor Day, I think the only, like, movie they specifically announced was going to Disney Plus was Riot and the Last Dragon. Okay, Hmm. interesting. I think. Um, But I will double double check that. (laughs) So I I clicked on the, the link to the IMDb page for Cruella, um and I'll flip around my laptop to show you guys. And it brought up the right page, but for whatever reason, one of the images is like the Dark Side Ray from Star Wars oh, the,
3: uh, no. the Rise
0: of Skywalker. Nice. I don't know why that's the image they chose to go with Cruella. It kind of works. Like it's the same color scheme as the poster. Yeah. But maybe yeah. it's gonna be the same. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe Dark Side Wet Ray randomly shows up in this cruella. I movie. hope so. Um but then also. Uh, May 28th, we're getting F9, which is the, the ninth Fast and Furious movie. Um, yeah, I'm not, not super excited about that one.
2: But your grandma is, My correct? grandma is,
0: yes. <laughs> I'm curious to see how they pull off John Cena and uh, Vin Diesel being brothers. Yes. Because, yeah, I don't know who thought... That casting was a good idea, but I guess somebody did. Um, then also that same day, we're getting a movie called Infinite, which is the latest film from Anton Fuqua. Um, we don't know much about it. The vague plot is a man discovers that his hallucinations are actually visions from past lives. Ooh. That sounds interesting. Uh, it's got Mark Wahlberg in it, Chiwetel Ejiofor, um, Jason Manzanukas, uh, Toby Jones, Uh Yeah. Nice. Huh. Anton Fuqua is an interesting director, so I'm sure that will be an interesting movie. Um, then June 11th, we're getting... Oh, wait. I skipped June 4th. Excuse How me. How dare you, sir? Uh, getting uh, So June 4th, we're getting The Conjuring, Devil Made Me Do It. This is The Conjuring 3, not being directed by James Wan, which is a little sad, um, but it's got an interesting premise where um, it's like a legal case in which a man who has been convicted of murder says that uh, he isn't responsible because he was possessed by a demon at the time in which he killed someone. Um, right. Which sounds like a really interesting fil- uh, an interesting premise, and I think it could make for another great Conjuring film. Hopefully it's not just like a, hmm. as bad as the spinoffs have been. Hopefully it's as good as the two main Conjuring films have
3: been. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, then, don't recognize any of the other movies that day. June 11th, we're getting Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway. I wow. would have sworn that
1: there are, like, three of these movies already. <laughs> like, I had no idea. I kind of assumed that there had been a bunch of these. Yeah.
0: I think this movie was, like, supposed to come out, like, April of 2020. Or, like, Easter of 2020. Because yeah. it was, like, right yeah. around the time that the pandemic hit. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I feel like it's just Bad Paddington. Yeah. Yes. Baddington. I think. <laughs> Baddington. 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 Uh Then June 18th, Good. we're getting... Uh, quite quite a double hitter of In the Heights Woo. and Pixar's Luca, um, both movies that I think we're
2: all very excited about. Yes. So excited. Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> which which ones are you excited about, or what? In the Heights. E- elaborate, um, Mia. I'm
2: so excited. I don't know this this um, show as nearly as well as I should, but I am aware of the lore surrounding it, the history of Can it.
0: Can I have your attention, please? This is a reminder that in accordance with the university and the city of Lincoln's policy, a face covering
3: must be worn while in this
0: building. Thank you for your compliance and protecting our community from COVID-19. You know what? <clears throat> just because we're having a good time, we're going to leave that in. Uh, <laughs> just to, to show you guys what we deal with when we're recording this podcast. Wow. So, <laughs> going
2: crazy. Yeah, really going off Is the he
0: actually going to? Who knows? I am. <laughs> I'm committing to it right, All right. now. Better be.
2: (laughs) Oh my gosh.
0: Um, So yeah, uh, you were talking about in the I'm
2: excited. I'm excited. Anthony Ramos could run me over with a truck, and (laughs) (laughs) i just I'm so excited, so excited. So. Have you
1: listened to Anthony Ramos's music? Like his EPs, really good. Okay. You should listen to that.
2: Surprisingly, really good. He was on Broadway, but like he's good. He's he's very good singing.
0: (laughs) I don't know why that reminded me of. uh, boy, the, the actor that plays uh, Thomas Jefferson in. Chris? <laughs> Chris? <laughs> Diggs you know,
1: David Diggs? Chris? David Diggs. Like, yeah. oh, I love no, how he just said, you just said, Chris? Stop. Yeah,
0: uh, I was going to say, I've heard De- uh, David Diggs uh, also has a lot of really good um, indiv- so independent good. For stuff. I'm sure he like, does. I haven't, yeah. I haven't listened to any of So he's part of a, a rap group called Clipping. Uh, which apparently is, like, absolutely fantastic. Um, but I haven't listened to any of their stuff, and I've been meaning to. I don't know if I'll leave this little bit in, but it's just kind of a fun little aside. I have one of their albums saved on my Spotify from, like, a month or two ago that I haven't gotten around to yet. but Nice. Yeah. Anyway. In the Heights. Uh, excited. Yeah, In the Heights. Looks pretty good. Pixar's Luca. Just um, seems like
1: Call Me By Your Name, but it's animated. Yeah. Sounds um, strange.
0: Also, I've heard a lot of people saying that they're worried that this might just be a ripoff of Ponyo, uh, which mm. is a Studio Julie huh. movie. I haven't seen Ponyo. Don't know what it's about. But hopefully it's not that. Yeah. Or hopefully it's not just a ripoff of that. Um, but I guess we'll find out. Then June 25th, the movie we're all very, very, very excited about, <sighs> Venom, Let There Be Carnage. <laughs> um yeah we already talked about this movie a little bit sequel to venom rated r i don't
1: need to see woody
0: harrelson's head in just (laughs) a bunch of red goo like i just don't i don't i don't need that at all i legitimately think there is a possibility that this movie is a significant step up from the first time i think like there is a good chance this movie ends up being like really good but also, there's a good chance this movie ends up just being the exact same thing. I think I just have faith in Andy Serkis. Yeah. I haven't mm-hmm. seen anything he's directed. Obviously, he's done some second unit stuff for for The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, which, um, yeah. But I I think the only like major thing Andy Serkis has directed was Mowgli a few years ago, yeah, um, which I heard was okay. Um, but I I think I'm just such a big fan of his in general that I have faith that he'll do mm-hmm. something at least interesting with this. Um, then July second, we get Minions: The Rise of Gru. Yeah, uh, because everyone wants another Minions movie. I do personally. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, that same day, we're getting Top Gun: Maverick. Um, oh wait, wait, sorry.
1: A uh, quick thing on the on on the Minions. <laughs> Got to go back, go back yeah. to Minions for a second. Um, I I had said to to my roommates that I would like um, them to, to treat the Despicable Me franchise like. Star Wars franchise, and so you have the original trilogy of Despicable Me movies, and then you're having having the prequels <laughs> with with Minions, and, and and you're getting the Rise of Gru. They make a they make make a third Minions movie. Then in like ten years, they make a like seventh Despicable like they make a seventh movie that like jumps into the future, and you get a sequel trilogy. I think that would be pretty good. <laughs> well. <laughs> just in
0: case maybe you can cut that out but if you want to leave that no, in no I'll leave it in. it's pretty good um so yeah that same day we're getting top gun maverick a uh, uh, the long-awaited sequel to top gun um i don't even know if i'm excited about this or not i think the original top gun is fine uh it's just like a it. lot of a lot of sweaty men playing volleyball and flying airplanes Yep. <laughs> um, and i don't know i'm curious about the sequel because it is written Uh, by Christopher McQuarrie, uh, who has done all the recent Mission Impossible films, which have all been absolutely fantastic. So that's exciting. But also the movie is directed by Joseph Kaczynski, uh, who directed Oblivion back in 2013. Have any of you guys seen Oblivion? Nope. It's really bad. Uh, You've
2: talked about it before, and I've said that the song in it is incredible, but then you said that the movie sucks.
0: Yeah, it's just like a really weird Tom Cruise sci-fi movie that... (laughs) i saw it because so what is this 2013 so yeah i went with a group of friends to the movies we bought tickets for oblivion with intent to sneak out of this movie and see an r-rated movie instead (laughs) and then we ended up not doing that we chickened out and just watched oblivion and it was not good one of my friends fell asleep uh, and then I was just sitting there being like, this is just a weird Tom Cruise movie <laughs> that doesn't really go anywhere. And so I guess the guy that directed that is directing Top Gun Maverick. So take that for what it's worth. Hmm. Um, then July 9th, we're getting The Forever Purge, which is just another Purge movie. So cool. if you're into that, I Terrible. guess that's for you. Uh, but then something I'm very excited about, July 9th, we're getting Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, next uh, next Marvel film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, has simon Liu uh, in the lead role, who I've become a big fan of uh, as a result of watching his work in Kim's Convenience, which is a fantastic Canadian sitcom. Uh, first four seasons are on Netflix. Check it out. I'm going to tell you to check it out every time it comes up because it's <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah, so that's that's exciting. Uh, do you guys have anything to say about Top Gun: Maverick or The Forever Purge or Shang Chi or anything? um yeah i really hate top gun so i don't really care about this
1: <laughs> but yeah i'm i'm sure uh shang will be really great um and yeah i'm a that's another project that i don't
0: exactly know what it's gonna be but i think it could be just very fun cool uh so then the following week on july 16th which is my birthday by the hey. way um, we're getting three three big movies First, uh, we'll start with the biggest one, Space Jam 2, A New Legacy. I'm just curious to see what a sequel to Space Jam even looks like. Like, It's one of those movies that has just been kind of talked about for so long that it's hard to believe that it's actually happening, but it is, and it's got LeBron James in it. So you guys yeah. looking forward to Space Jam 2 at all? Um, Yeah, I've
1: we've heard a lot of weird and wacky things about this movie and how it might have like... Them just travel through traveling through like Warner brother Warner Brothers like film library, which would be pretty wild. Um, yeah, sure, I, I think this
0: could be fun. Yeah. Um, so the other two releases on that day are a movie called uh, Cinderella and Dog. I'll talk about Dog <laughs> first um, because I think Cinderella is really interesting, but Dog is the directorial day de- I believe debut um, of Channing Tatum um what he's co-directing this movie uh, i'm double checking that it's his de- it is his debut yes um the synopsis says an army ranger and his dog embark on a road trip along the pacific coast highway to attend a friend's funeral um channing tatum also stars in the film i think it sounds okay i'm just really curious to see what channing tatum's like as a director so i think that that's the only reason i'm interested in it but man, this Cinderella movie. So we've gotten Cinderella movies a lot. We we all we all know the we all yeah. know the story of Cinderella by now. But this Cinderella movie is a modern musical version of it. Uh, it's directed by Kay Cannon, uh, and the cast consists of Camilla Cabello, who's playing Cinderella. Uh, the fairy godmother is being played by Billy Porter. Uh, the stepmothers, Adina Menzel, uh, and then John Mulaney and James Corden are also in the film. Wow. And Pierce Brosnan, I guess. Um, so yeah, it's just a modern retelling of Cinderella. I don't know why I'm so excited about this. I think I just really like the casting of Billy Porter as the fairy godmother. I think that's going to be incredible. Um, <laughs> and yeah, uh, you guys ex- excited about this new Cinderella movie at all?
1: Yeah, I I kind of remembered that Camila Cabello was going to be in this. Um, besides that, I hadn't really heard about it. Um, yeah, it's a musical. It seems like they're not using any of the, like, Rodgers and Hammerstein, Cinderella. That's like the actual musical version of it. Um, I feel like this could just be like Romeo plus Juliet, where it's like modern version of
0: an old thing kind of thing. So yeah, uh, to, to put a little perspective on this, uh, the director of this, uh, she wrote all three of the Pitch Perfect films uh, and has only directed one other film, and that was Blockers uh, back in 2018, which was pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, but yeah, do you have do you have any thoughts on this Cinderella movie, Mia?
2: Not particularly. I really quite despise Camila Cabello, so I think she's a very irritating personality. And so I don't, I didn't know about this. I I guess I do agree that I think Billy Porter in in the fairy godmother role is gonna be fun to see, but I probably won't see it just because she really bothers me. Um, <laughs> she so just yeah, has a punchable face, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a TikTok about that, and it's very. Yes. Wow. I agree. It's very yes. Mia just wants to punch Camilla. Cabello. I choose violence every day.
1: <laughs> it, it's, it, it's because uh, you can't spell Camilla without Mia, and that just makes you mad.
2: Isn't it Camila?
1: Yeah, but you, that, that's how you say
2: it, so it's, it's kind of like... Isn't you know, it a single L? I don't think it's a double it? L. That's how I, it's spelled on... I definitely on... thought it was. I,
0: I thought you'd pronounce it Camilla, like... like
2: no, it's a single L, so you pronounce the L. You so don't Cam- pronounce it.
0: it. But there's a double L in her last name, so it's Camila Cabello.
1: Camila yeah. Cabello. so you do pronounce the
2: L. So well, then I am wrong. I'm not Mila. My name is Mia.
1: But you still can't spell Camila without Mia. So.
2: But you can spell Mia without Cam- Camila. Well,
0: yeah. Well, <laughs> well, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, moving so on. Moving on the week after that. Uh, we're getting Old, which is the newest film from M. Night Shyamalan. I know the trailer for this came out with the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I've heard it's very interesting. I just haven't gotten around to watching it yeah, yet. I had watched it. What do you um, What do you think of it?
1: It looks interesting. It's pretty much just like this family's on a beach, and the beach makes you age rapidly oh, so that you will die in a day. Um, yeah, it looks fine. Like yeah, it sounds like an M Night Shyamalan yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it, it looks solid. So. Cool. Uh, then there's another movie coming out that week called The Tomorrow War, which I haven't heard of before, so we're not going to talk about it. Cool. Um, then July 30th, we're getting Jungle Cruise, Boom. everyone's most anticipated movie of the year. No, Jungle thanks. Cruise, uh, and then The Green Knight uh, also comes out that week. Uh, the Green Green Knight is uh, the film with Dev Patel, and uh, there was another uh, Joel Edgerton, um, and yeah, it looks really interesting. Uh, it's an A24 film. It looks like it's going to be really intense. Uh, this was also supposed to come out like last summer, and we had already gotten a trailer for it pre-pandemic, um, so I'm just glad it's, it's actually coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, then August sixth, Hotel Transylvania four. Yeah, I didn't know they were making another one. We don't need it. We yeah. didn't need
1: after one. We were good. <laughs> I, yeah. I'd say I've seen half of Hotel Transylvania two, and that is the only one I've seen.
0: I think so. I've seen like the original Hotel Transylvania like a couple of times. But I don't, I don't think I've seen any of the other ones. I think I might have seen the second one once upon a time. But never <laughs> bothered with the third. Well, I'm sure they're all about the same. Yeah. Um, so, do, 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 do. same week, uh, The Suicide Squad from James Gunn. Uh, this was also on my most anticipated movies of the year list just because I'm very excited to see what James Gunn does with an R-rated Suicide Squad movie. Um, this will also be... HBO max and theaters day and date, uh, as I think, uh, sorry, I might've missed a couple in the past, uh, however many months, um, just cause the, the, the list we're on has like stopped saying when they're going, if they're going to be on HBO max or not, which is kind of annoying. <laughs> um, but you know what? It is what it is. So anyway, yeah, the suicide squad, I'm excited about it. Are you guys excited about it? I'm very
1: excited about it. It looks, I, when this was first announced, I was kind of like, we don't really need this because like, we've just gotten a Suicide Squad movie, and I really hated it. Um, but yeah, this looks really fun and really interesting. And yeah, love James Gunn. Um, and we know that he can do pretty much exactly this movie because <laughs> he did Guardians of the, Gal- of the Galaxy. Um, but yeah, I think it looks good. Mia, I'm assuming you don't
0: care because you don't care about DC. Correct. I know you will. Yes. All right um then the following week august 13th we're getting don't breathe 2 which i forgot they were making a sequel to don't breathe have you guys seen don't breathe mm-hmm. um i think you've talked about it but i haven't seen it yeah. yeah don't breathe is like the thriller that like opens my eyes to to spooky movies because um, i've Prior to that point, was never into any sort of horror movies. Just wasn't up my alley. But I saw Don't Breathe and absolutely loved it. Um, Still think it holds up really well. Um, Check it out if you haven't. But I guess they're making a sequel to this. I don't know why they're making a sequel to this. Um, So, yeah, I guess that is what it is. Uh, But then also, August 13th, we're getting Respect, which is a biopic about Aretha Franklin, where Jennifer Hudson is playing Aretha Franklin. Very Hmm. good. So that sounds cool. Uh, August twentieth, we're getting the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Did you guys ever see the Hitman's Bodyguard? Uh, no. Mm-mm. It was uh, an action adventure type buddy cop movie with Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson. That wasn't great, but was a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm glad they're making a sequel to it. I think it has like the potential to be one of those kind of underrated fun franchises. Um, and I know uh, I think Selma Hayek is coming in to play. Uh, the hitman's wife in this movie. So the hitman <laughs> is Samuel Jackson. The bodyguard is Ryan Reynolds. Um, and so, yeah, I think it sounds interesting. We're also getting The Kingsman that day, which is the The Kingsman prequel uh, with Ralph Fiennes. Um, that looks pretty good. Um, but yeah, uh, we're also getting a Paw Patrol movie. Oh. So there you go. yeah. <laughs> uh, August 27th, uh, we're getting Candyman, uh, which was supposed to open this past October. Looks really good. It's the latest... Um, kind of retelling of, of the yeah. Candyman story. I really, I really liked the first Candyman. Yeah, I did too. We watched it in our mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. our, our women, women in horror, in horror class. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is being directed by Nia DaCosta um, and co-written by Jordan Peele. Um, it's got uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen II uh, in the lead role. Um, Nia DaCosta has been hired for something else since this. Captain Marvel. Captain two. Marvel 2. Yeah. That's it. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see this just to see, like... Not just to see what Nia Costa does, uh, but I'm, that's another reason to be excited um, because I think the trailer looks really good as well. Um, but then also the same day, we're getting a documentary called The Beatles Get Back. And I want to talk about this because this is from Peter Jackson, um, who is the director of Lord of the Rings. Hmm. Um, he did a documentary a few years ago called They Will Not Grow Old, in which he took like footage from the First World War um and basically went through and updated it colorized it sharpened the images so it looked like it was taken like pretty much today and it pretty much made the first world war feel a lot more Hmm. real to modern audiences he's doing the same thing with this uh the beatles get back it's detailing the making of um of let it be uh which chronologically is the beatles last album uh, but wasn't actually their last album to be recorded um so it's kind of it's The Beatles, right before they broke up, pretty much, Um, Hmm. like right at the end of their career, right at the end of their career together, Um, and so yeah, I think it'll be really interesting. They released like an eight-minute preview of this uh, online and on Disney Plus, and it looks really interesting. Um, So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Uh, Then we're in September now, September third, we're getting Jackass four and the rebooted Resident Evil. I don't think any of us care about any of these movies, so we'll move on from there. Uh, September tenth is Malignant which we don't know anything about, but it's the latest horror film to be directed by James Wan. So I'm excited about that. (laughs) Um, September 17th, we're getting Boss Baby Family Business, uh, because I know we're all dying to see a sequel to Boss Baby. Oh, you know it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then we're also getting Death on the Nile, uh, which is the latest uh, film from... It's a sequel to Murder on the Orient Express. Um, We got a trailer for this a little while ago. It looked okay um then also quiet place part two opens september 17th um hype yeah i said hype excited. oh sorry Hype,
2: <laughs> hype. Hi- Hi- yeah, Hi-
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, very so, excited for that
0: yeah then september 24th we're getting dear evan hansen which is this just like the stage production of it or is this like a film film adaptation it um, is a film. yes it is a film adaptation um
1: ben platt is just in the role again, even though he's like 25 and he's supposed to be playing a high schooler, doesn't matter. But, <laughs> but a little bit weird. Um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited for this. I think Amy Adams is in it. Yep. Hmm. Uh, so it's Julianne Moore. Yeah, Julianne Moore is in it. They're like the two moms. Um, wow. Yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it makes sense that this is happening. Um, I didn't really think we were gonna get it this soon. Um, I know yeah. also like Caitlin Devers in it, who I really like. Um, I think she's Zoe.
2: Mina. i don't know who um, that is she's like wait
1: is she caitlin dever do you know, do not know who is.
2: yes okay i i knew i knew her name and i just looked yeah. her up that's she's zoe yep. <gasps> i love that <laughs> i love that yeah. i think she's uh, excellent yes yeah i'm very excited
1: for it i think it'll be good nice
0: yeah uh that same week we're getting the many saints of newark uh which is a prequel movie to the sopranos um, that's going to be on HBO Max as well. Um, I haven't watched The Sopranos, so I haven't, don't have anything to say about that. Uh, October 1st, we're getting The Adams Family 2. They're making a sequel to the animated Adams Family movie. Did anybody see that movie? Does anybody care about that movie? I don't think movie? anyone no. liked that movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, Why are they doing this? <laughs> I don't know. But that same day, we're getting Dune, or June, or however you pronounce Dune. <laughs> I'm saying Dune. 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 Dunk. DeJune. 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 <laughs> I'm calling like, it DeGent. I'm calling it Dunk, because that's what it looks like
2: in the logo. <laughs> Dun-
1: <laughs>
0: dunk. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we've talked about Dune plenty of times on this yeah. podcast before. Uh, I think we're all very, very, very excited for this movie. Yes. yes. Um, then October 8th, we're getting No Time to Die. Uh, finally, uh, the the next...
2: Apparently, there has been lots of time to die. Yeah, there's... ayo. <laughs> hey. Oh, wow. hey. The...
0: Yes, <laughs> Truly the first person to make that <laughs> joke. Yes. Thanks. Yep. Thanks. Um so yeah. Uh I think I'm excited for this movie to come out. I just think it's a little kind of funny that like they had entirely run a marketing campaign for this movie yeah. when the camp when the when COVID hit. Um at least hit in the US. Um so like this movie was supposed to open like the Friday after kind of everything yeah. hit the wall. Like Daniel Craig was on SNL because he was promoting this movie. Oh, yeah, so. like they had like finished their promotional yeah. campaign for this movie and it was time for the movie to come out and then COVID
1: happened. And also this is probably Daniel Craig's last Bond and so yeah. he was like, I'm done with this. I've done my promotional stuff. I can just leave and now he has to like sit on this and like he doesn't really like being James
0: Bond. So yeah. it's, just, no, it's just gotten drawn out like by a yes. year and a half. Yep. It's yeah. Very funny. Um, but then Friday, October fifteenth, we're getting Halloween Kills, which is the sequel to 2018's Halloween movie. Are we getting a third one? Like, yeah, we're getting yeah Is it warm. called Halloween
1: Thrills or did I make that up? I, I think, think, think made you made that, that up. up. Okay. I think it's Halloween Kills. Then we and had Halloween grills and oh yeah, because I think we made this joke. Yeah, like Halloween so bad. Halloween grills.
2: Halloween <laughs> ends. Yes. Yes. Like uh, how it ends. Yes. What? Uh, that's what I always hear.
1: Halloween ends. Like,
2: yeah, it's uh, like... like how it ends. How lean ends. How <laughs> lean ends. Are you okay? No. I think mean,
0: you do know how to pronounce Halloween correctly. No. <laughs> right.
2: I really don't. I always <laughs> spell it wrong. So. It's 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 getting late here. Halloween. Just, Mia's is very tired. Mia needs
1: to
0: get out of bed. Yes. <laughs> uh, then that same day, we're getting the last duel, which I feel like I've heard of this, but don't really feel like looking into it right now. Um,
1: uh King Charles VI declares that knight Jean de Carroll settled his dispute with his squire by challenging him to a duel.
2: A duel.
1: At Matt Damon and Adam Driver are in it.
3: Oh. And Ben Affleck. Whoa.
0: Who's directing it? Uh Ridley Scott. Oh, pretty good. Oh, yeah. Cool. Nice. Uh, so that's interesting. Then October 22nd, we're getting Last Night in Soho, uh, which I mentioned earlier is the latest film from Edgar Wright. It's like a psychological horror film from Edgar Wright that has something to do with time travel in the 1960s. I don't know. It sounds really weird, but I'm a big fan of Edgar Wright, so I'm just very excited about that. Uh, then we're also getting Snake Eyes, which is a G.I. Joe origin movie yeah. that nobody asked for. Um, oh. yeah, that's coming out that same day. Then Antlers, uh, which is... Uh, a Guillermo del Toro produced horror film That, that looked really spooky Yeah, it looked yeah. really spooky it was also pretty much done with its advertising campaign when COVID hit um, That's finally coming out October 29th uh, November 5th, we're getting Clifford the Big Red Dog Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> Which we've, we've talked about a couple times on this podcast before Yeah, I'm hyped <laughs> um, Then Eternals also comes out that same day uh, We've talked about it a couple times on this episode of the podcast From uh, Chloe Zhao, another Another Marvel movie. Uh, then November 11th, we're getting Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, David, aren't you kind of excited about this? I am.
1: I'm a big, big Ghostbusters fan, so sure. Like, I, I think this looks legitimately good. Um, so maybe you won't be, but <laughs> I, I am. I am
0: excited. Uh, then the week after that, we're getting a movie called King Richard, um, which is a movie about. It's a. the description is a look at how tennis superstars Venus and Serena Williams became who they are after coaching from their father Richard Williams and their father's being played by will Smith uh, John Bernthal's also in the film. Um, I'm trying to see who's playing uh, Venus and Serena Williams, but I think
1: uh it doesn't look like anybody like it's just, they're just like oh, it looks like, like they're, they're just young children yeah, yeah child
0: actors okay, that makes sense. um so yeah, I think cool. that sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh, Mission Impossible 7 also comes out that day, uh, also directed by uh, Christopher McQuarrie. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, the previous Mission Impossible films have all been great, so there's no reason not to be excited about this, uh, I I think. Um, Then November 24th, we're getting Encanto, which is is another Disney animated film. Um, We talked about this when they announced it a few, uh, maybe about a month back or so. Yeah, I think it was at the Investors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's wow. Lynn manuel Miranda And it's like a magic house in Columbia yep. um, Very then exciting we're Finally in December Last month of the year uh, <laughs> December 10th A movie that I Time and time again On this podcast Have said that I really Do not care about But both of you are very excited about it I think. Yeah And that's uh, Steven Spielberg's West Side Story I am Correct. so
1: I'm so hyped Like
2: I want it I need it Injected into my veins <laughs> <laughs> less so i'm much more much more looking forward to in the heights which i know you yeah. can't like eh, it's okay yeah. two musicals like
1: no there can only be really. one musical there, but... can
2: one <laughs> there can one to rule them all
1: there can one to rule them all what you just said <laughs> yes
2: there can be one to rule yep. them all yes i am looking forward to this but i don't have high hopes i'm gonna go into it with very low expectations I mean, it's, it's,
1: it's steve It's it's our boy. Yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be fine.
2: (laughs) I could just see it being so cheesy and like, eh, like not updated. And I I think think that's that's the the, direction.
1: I think that's like the point is that they are updating it. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Um, Kyle has turned me against this movie. Makes me mad. (laughs) Good.
0: I don't I don't see why they need to remake this movie. Um, yeah, December 17th, we're getting the third Tom Holland Spider-Man movie, which may or may not have Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire in it. If you believe all the reports out there, it does. If you believe Tom Holland, it doesn't. Yeah,
1: Wait, I, what? Has he
2: been, like, yeah, he's saying, been saying that? Like, he said today, he's like,
0: if they
1: are, they haven't told me. Like, oh, it yes. would be such a surprise to me,
2: Tom Holland, that this would be ha- like. I think he just, like, he's just yeah. lying. Like, there's, <laughs> there's no way they're not. Like, that one thing that he posted on his Instagram, or maybe tweeted, I think it was his Instagram, he was like, this is, like, the biggest day of my career. Like, I've wanted this
3: for so long. Also,
1: if you're bringing in all of the villains from, and most of these are still rumored too, but... Like, Electro, Jamie Foxx Electro, and Alfred Molina, Doc I think they're and, both confirmed. Yeah. Hmm. If they're confirmed, there's no way that those spider man are not going to be in it. They're not just going to be like, yeah. we're bringing in Alfred Molina, but not Tobey Maguire. <laughs> like, Can you imagine yeah.
0: they don't bring in Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield into this? Like, the outrage. They be, that,
1: like, they can't not at this point. Yeah. Because, yeah. like,
0: even though they haven't, like, officially announced that, like, everyone just kind of... There have been lots of articles out there that have said that they are, yeah. and people are sharing those on Facebook, and lots of people that aren't super up-to-date on their movie news that are just running with that, yeah. and so I think the general movie-going audience would be irate yes. if, if <laughs> Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield are not in this movie. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but then, yeah, December 22nd, uh, last day of the year on this list, uh, we're getting The Matrix 4, The Nightingale, and Sing 2. Obviously, the biggest movie here is Sing 2. Obviously. There's no competition. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah um I haven't seen the Matrix uh Reloaded or the Matrix I haven't seen uh Revolution Matrix regardless. Yeah. Uh, the first Matrix is pretty good. I've seen it like once or twice. Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty fun. Yeah. It's it's like one of those movies that you watch it and you're like, yeah, I can I can tell why this is like as iconic as it is. Um but I just never bot- bothered watching the third or the second or the third ones. Um, do you guys see that the title for this leaked, uh, a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Um, because some guy that was on set, like posted a picture of like, they had wrapped shooting or something and he got like a cup as a, as as a, as a thank you. And he posted on Facebook and he's like, oh yeah, excited. I got this. And then on the side of it's like the matrix resurrections. (laughs) So big oof. Um, but yeah, so matrix four also going on HBO max. Um, I'm surprised that there
1: aren't any movies listed for Christmas day. That's a little bit odd. Yeah. It's a little weird. Hmm. I'm just assuming something will end up No, no they <laughs> Studios are taking a year off. They're like, maybe we just don't need to release a movie on Christmas this year.
0: <laughs> I'm
1: tired. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> this was a long boy. This was a long episode. But, you know, we're, we're doing the people's work here. <laughs> we're letting them know
0: about movies that they could just look up online. <laughs> yeah. And asterisk attached to this entire thing. Obviously, we don't know what's going to happen with COVID, so there's a Good literally these none of, like, again, it could
1: just be all of these movies just don't come out we just did this for nothing yep. but that's yep.
0: that's what we that's what we're here for to provide you with a meaningless service <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. and on that note this has been episode 38 of cinebraskans Woo! we've done 38 episodes of this
2: <sighs> wow it's too many i'd say yeah well, and that's so just of this,
0: and that's just of this of cinebraskans that's not including uh entertainment optional uh, entertainment optional wow. podcast stupid that this. came before stupid dumb name yeah, that it, was, it was an okay name but yeah. also kind of
1: doesn't make any sense yeah. it's not entertainment is not optional here entertainment
0: is guaranteed
1: <laughs> we should have called this e- entertainment guaranteed yes yes
0: um this has been episode 38 of entertainment guaranteed uh <laughs> <laughs> the daily Nebraska entertainment podcast as always i've been your host kyle Cruz, joined by my co-host david berman as well as
2: mia everding and yeah thanks for tuning in see ya, see ya.